Welcome to Leading Lights. You're about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church in Jersey. Hello Church, welcome to Good Friday. It is a good Friday. Today, nearly 2,000 years ago, Jesus was crucified. Nine in the morning, he was put on the cross. At about midday, the sky went dark for about three hours. At three o'clock, he died. Let's read the context of this. Remember, it was on a a Passover Friday that Jesus was crucified. All the lambs would have been brought in from Bethlehem because that's where they were reared. They would have been brought into the city. Every family brought their lamb, took it to the temple. The priests would have um, inspected the lamb to see that it was perfect. And then at three o'clock in the afternoon, they started slaughtering all the lambs. And the Passover meal was a big deal for the Israelites. They were supposed to remember how they were set free from Egypt. And Jesus had his on the night before the Thursday night, which is correctly part of the the Passover day. And he had it with his disciples. Uh, Today, interestingly enough, Jewish people do not have lamb at their Passover meal. They may not be able to explain why. But we believe it's because the ultimate Passover lamb, Jesus, was sacrificed. So in Exodus 12, God said, This month shall be your beginning of months, the first month of the year. Speak to, of the, con- to the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. So uh, the tenth of the month was four days before Passover. Jesus entered into Jerusalem four days before Uh, And he was inspected by the priests to see if he was correct. They had the trials uh, to see if he was spotless and they could find nothing against him. Let's read on. Verse 5. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. Perfect lamb. Um, You may take it from the sheep or the goats. Keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. Isn't it interesting that the sun went dark when Jesus died and it was the time that all the lambs were being slaughtered in the temple imagine what the priests would have felt and thought slaughtering the lamb they knew jesus was being crucified it goes dark and then the veil in the temple between the holy place and the holy of holies is torn in two so that anybody can enter god's presence wow incredible they shall take some of the lamb of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat Uh, And then they would roast it in fire. If anything was left over, they would roast it in fire. Do you remember after Jesus was crucified, he went to hell, to the fires of hell. Verse 12, for I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night, will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all of the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Notice that God is judging the, the, the gods, the false gods of Egypt. Pharaoh, probably on the instruction of one of his false gods, had commanded all the firstborn male Israelite children to be killed many years earlier when Moses was young. And God is judging the gods, of the demonic forces. You know, God has the right to judge. Judgment day will come at the end of time, but he has the right at any time until then to judge. He just chooses to be patient and not judge until the end. But in this case, he had to, to set his people free. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And isn't that interesting? He says, the blood shall be a sign for you 
It was also a sign for God to pass over the house, but for them as well to reassure their hearts. You know, sitting in a house, they would have thought, are we good enough? Do we deserve to be saved? Maybe we've sinned. Maybe we've been too friendly with the Egyptians, whatever it is. Or maybe even the Bible says some of the Egyptians hid in the houses which had blood. So it wasn't the, the goodness of the people in the house. It was the power of the blood of the lamb that saved them. That's a word for somebody today. Take that. It's a sign for you. It's not your, your conscience can condemn you, but it's the blood of the lamb that makes us acceptable and able to enter God's presence. God says, when I see the blood, I will pass over and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Matthew 27 verse 35, Then they crucified him and divided his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. That's from Psalm 22 the same psalm that Jesus quoted, you know, when he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That's the first line of Psalm 22, written over a thousand years before crucifixion was even invented. And when Jesus quoted that line, he was saying to everyone listening, first of all, he was saying, yes, God has turned his face away from the sin of humanity that's on me. But he was also saying, I'm quoting Psalm 22, go and look at it, and you will see a description of what is happening to me right now. It goes on to say, Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and another on the left. Those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, You who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. I'm going to read Psalm 22 to you in a moment, but you'll see the amazing similarities here. Likewise, the chief priests also mocking with the scribes and elders said, He saved others. Himself he cannot save. If he is the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him. Now if he will have him, for he said, I am the son of God. Now from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness over all the land. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which is saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom and the earth quaked and the rocks were split and the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised and coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. So when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake, and the things that had happened, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished. Isn't that interesting? He knew that he'd done what he was sent to do. He'd lived a perfect life. He had healed and pushed back the darkness of the enemy. He had defeated the devil and he had paid the price for all of the sin, even your sin and mine. Even those dark, terrible things that we think no one else knows, he paid the price. He said, it's all accomplished. He said, I thirst. A vessel of, of sour wine was put to his mouth 
And he said in verse 30, when he had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. It is finished. It is finished. It is finished. That war in your soul is finished. That distance between you and God, it's finished. That effort to try and earn favor with God or earn God's blessing or earn a place in heaven or be good enough for other people to say you're good or for God to say you're good. He said, it's finished. I've paid the price. You know, the, the terrible punishment that Jesus took on the cross was enough and it is finished. Psalm 22, written thousands of years before crucifixion. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not hear, and in the night season, and am not silent. All those who see me ridicule me. They shoot out the lip and they shake the head, saying, He trusted in the Lord. Let him rescue him. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Bashan have encircled me. They gape at me with their mouths like a raging and roaring lion. I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue clings to my jaws. You have brought me to the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. The congregation of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They look and stare at me. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. Jesus knew this was predicted, but he still had to go through it, and he did it, and it was accomplished, and it was finished. Amen. Who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground, for he has no form or comeliness, and when we see him there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken and smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who will declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people he was stricken, and they made his grave with the wicked but with the rich at his death, because he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his day, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Lord Jesus, thank you that you paid the price that it is finished, that it was accomplished, that it is done. Thank you that the price you paid was so high and so heavy that there is nothing I could add to it. I can never add or pay anything to buy my salvation and I receive your payment for me as a gift. 
I say thank you, Lord. I put the blood of the Lamb over the door of my house and I receive it gratefully. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray for our country and our land. Lord God, we pray. Death and fear is stalking our land. Lord, every house and home is fearful and worried. Just like the Israelites on the Passover where they were all huddled in their homes. We are like that, Lord. But I thank you that you've paid the price for our healing, for our eternal healing, for our salvation, for forgiveness of sin. I thank you, Lord, that you've washed us in the blood of the Lamb. And Lord, I pray for those right now who are sick. I thank you that your power and your presence enters their home and their bodies right now. We come against fever. We come against infection. We come against any disease, whatever its name, and we say, leave in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for your peace flooding into our hearts. I thank you, Lord, for your protection and covering over us and our homes and our households and all that we love. I thank you that your blood is a protection, a hedge around us and a shield about us. And I thank you, God, that you are for us, that you are with us, that you will never, never leave us, that your power is within us, that we have the power of God to be able to speak and to see things change as we declare, as we prophesy, as we pray. We thank you, God, for your power and your blessing. We thank you for this Good Friday. We remember it and we move on through it, through the cross. And God, we're going to walk in favor and in faith and in courage and in boldness. We're going to bring this healing and this salvation to others. And we will get through this and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes. And please consider supporting this ministry financially by making a donation on the giving page of leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.